Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. And I'm Fee Glover. Off Air with Jane and Fee is going live. We are taking to the stage at the amazing Crucible Theatre in Sheffield on Friday the 31st of May. It'll be a night full of surprises. We'll have a special guest, we'll involve you in the audience and we'll embarrass ourselves. You really won't want to miss it. Well, the surprises, we don't yet know what's in it, so it genuinely is a night of surprises. Well, you've surprised me already. Uh, It's not just us. Our live show is part of an exciting new podcast festival called Cross wires which is taking place in some really amazing venues across sheffield from the 31st of may to the 2nd of june so other podcasters that you'll be able to see include katie price Catherine ryan romash ranganathan and the original adam buxton but there's also a whole host of free fringe events family shows surprise acts and after parties that jane and i haven't yet been invited to i'm sure it's only a matter of time head to crosswires.live for tickets and more information This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 27th of June. I'm Steve Holden. And I'm Tamsin Kent. World leaders meet as Ukraine's capital suffers more rocket attacks. The the Russians seem to be launching many more rockets at a single target. And tragedy in Colombia as a standard crowded bullfight collapses. Terrible. It was terrible, a disastrous tragedy, because it was a fear I had never experienced. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We'll start as leaders from the world's seven richest nations continue to meet in Germany for the G7 summit. With the war in Ukraine still very much at the forefront of the agenda, the Ukrainian president has addressed world leaders via video link. Vladimir Zelensky is asking for more weapons in the country's war with Russia. He used his nightly message in Ukraine last night to call for extra defence systems. There are already certain agreements set. And partners need to move faster if they are really partners, not observers. Procrastination with the transfer of weapons to our state, any restrictions. This is actually an invitation for Russia to fight again and again. The occupiers, these terrorists, must be beat with all our strength so that they do not think that they can oppress and outplay someone. The leaders of the USA, UK, Germany, France, Canada, Italy and Japan are all attending the summit in Bavaria. US President Joe Biden used the meeting to tell his allies that we have to stay together against Russia. But despite the united front, there's criticism that some nations are doing less than others. The Times of London's correspondent in Paris, Adam Sage, says that Mr Zelensky has been critical of France's contribution. For a long time, France refused to say what they were delivering to Ukraine. They've now said that they've 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 uh, delivered missiles, uh, cannons, Caesar cannons, but only 18 of them. And Ukraine's military is is demanding more. So I think that whereas um, Ukraine is is on the whole complimentary about Britain's efforts in in support of its war effort, it's 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 less so with France. 
Now, this comes as Russia attacked Kyiv for the first time in weeks. Up to four explosions shook the city on Sunday, with missiles hitting an apartment block. The capital is being hit at a previously unprecedented rate. Ashgold Krushanitsky is the Times of London's reporter in Ukraine. The, the Russians seem to be launching many more rockets at a single target. And the Ukrainian military is explaining it because um, they've had... Um, quite a lot of success in knocking down Russian missiles that are fired at Ukraine. And usually um, the Russians would fire three or five. Now they're trying to fire 20 or 15 at, at oh. a time. Meanwhile, the war in Ukraine continues to have an impact on Russia's economy, as the country has reportedly defaulted on foreign debt for the first time in decades. Some bondholders say they haven't received overdue interest from the country following a key payment deadline the day before. Russia has struggled to keep up payments on $40 billion worth of outstanding bonds since the invasion began in February. It says international sanctions mean it's been unable to send money abroad because it's essentially cut off from the global financial system. To Colombia next, where at least four people have died and hundreds more have been hurt at a traditional bullfight called a Coralijo, where people from the crowd head into the ring to provoke the bull. It happened as people were celebrating the feast days of St Peter and St Paul in the central city of El Espinal on Sunday. In footage online, you can see the animal lunging in the dusty ring as people cheer from the three-storey wooden stadium. Then part of it collapses. It sort of falls in on itself. The bull escaped as people tried to get out of the way. Two women, a man and a child were killed and local hospitals are treating more than 300 people, four who are in intensive care. This man was one of those who was injured. It was terrible, a disastrous tragedy because it was a fear I had never experienced. I jumped from the second floor and that's where I broke my foot and the wrist of my right hand. In any case, it was very tense, like a game of dominoes, which was unravelling until all those boxes came to the ground. It's not the first time it's happened either. The day before, several people were hurt at a similar event. And last month, a man was gored to death by a bull in another town. The current president, Ivan Duque, has called for an investigation while president-elect Gustavo Petro wants officials to ban the shows. On the way, NASA's first commercial launch from outside the US and people in Japan suffer record temperatures as a heatwave hits. Times of London Daily World Briefing. The widow and sister of the British journalist Dom Phillips, who was killed in the Amazon rainforest along with his local guide, Bruno Pereira, say his story must be told. They were speaking at a press conference after Mr Phillips' funeral on Sunday. He was killed because he tried to tell the world what was happening to the rainforest and its inhabitants. That's his sister, Sean Phillips, who says he was murdered because he was willing to expose the things that go on in the Amazon, like illegal logging, mining and drug trafficking. Dom understood the need for urgent change. 
for political and economic approaches to conservation. The pair had been travelling in a remote part of Brazil, home to thousands of indigenous people from more than 20 groups. Bruno Pereira had been introducing him to people he could interview for a book when their boat didn't turn up near the border with Peru. Dom's Portuguese widow, Alessandra Sampaio, has released a photo of her holding his wedding ring, which police reportedly found next to his body. Dom was very special, not only for defending what he believed in as a professional, but also for having a huge heart and a great love for humanity. Last week, protesters in Rio de Janeiro called for justice for the pair. Outside the funeral, people held placards reading, Who ordered their killing? The men's remains were recovered from a grave in the jungle about 10 days after they went missing. A fisherman confessed to killing them. Four men are now in custody. Five more have been identified by police for allegedly helping to hide their bodies. Bruno Pereira had received death threats before taking the trip and both men knew the risks. His sister, wife and his family want justice. We are committed to continue that work even in this time of tragedy. The story must be told. Japan is sweltering right now. The country's experiencing a heat wave which saw a record June temperature at the weekend. A weather station north of Tokyo recorded 40.2 degrees Celsius, or just over 104 degrees Fahrenheit on Saturday. And it's this which has led to a government request to save power. Officials want the Japanese public to go easy on their electricity use by turning off lights, but still use air conditioning during the really hot times of the day. The reason? A power surge is expected, and that's an issue for the authorities. The Ministry of Economy, Trade and Industry predicts its excess generating capacity to drop to 3.7% on Monday afternoon. A level of 3% is considered the minimum required for a stable power supply, so officials will be monitoring the situation closely. Nearly 14 million people live in Tokyo alone, and any power outage in a heatwave would be disastrous. This comes at a time when electricity prices are already surging because of soaring fuel costs. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With the latest ahead of the opening day at the Wimbledon Tennis Tournament, here's John Jackson. The most controversial Wimbledon Tennis Tournament for decades begins today in southwest London. Russian and Belarusian players are banned from the Grand Slam over the invasion of Ukraine, a move which prompted the ATP and WTA to remove ranking points from the event. While respecting Wimbledon's stance, Serbian defending champion Novak Djokovic said he feels it's unfair, with world number one Russian Daniel Medvedev missing out. Should Djokovic retain his title, he would be only the fourth man in the modern era to win four successive Wimbledon crowns. In the women's draw, Poland's Iga Swiatek is the favourite, coming into the Grand Slam unbeaten in 35 matches. The Times Daily World Briefing entertainment. American rapper Kendrick Lamar declared Godspeed for women's rights during his headline performance at the UK's Glastonbury Festival. He was one of a number of artists to criticise the ruling by the US Supreme Court, which will allow individual states to ban or restrict abortion. Wearing a crown of thorns with blood dripping down his face, 
the rapper repeated the phrase before dropping the microphone. Olivia Rodrigo and Lord were among the other singers who used the stage to tell the audience how they felt about the ruling, which has divided many in America. And finally, picture this. A dusty red patch of earth in the Australian outback, a suborbital space rocket and some very, very excited scientists. Five, four, three, two, one, go! The countdown for NASA's first launch from a commercial spaceport outside the US and the first for Australia for more than 25 years from a tiny site called Arnhem Space Centre. It'll mean astrophysicists will be able to study the impact of a star's light on nearby planets. People who watched the launch said it went by in the blink of an eye and only took about 10 seconds to enter the Earth's atmosphere. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 27th of June. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Rising sea levels, extreme weather patterns, extinctions of species. Our planet needs protecting. I'm Adam Vaughan, the Environment Editor for The Times, and this is Planet Hope from The Times, in partnership with Rolex and its Perpetual Planet Initiative. In this podcast, we hear from leading experts from around the world who are committed to finding solutions These explorers, scientists, entrepreneurs and citizens are committed to a common goal, to protect our home, Earth. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.